welcome to the Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny. Good evening, Chris. Good fucking evening. <laughs> we're we're as far apart as we can be physically in the continent of the US. And yet our spirits but stay so intertwined. Close. So <laughs> I'm down in Florida right now. Yeah, what and city? You're back in Portland. I'm in Delray Beach, Florida. Work Delray Beach. DR good old DRBFL, huh? DRB. It's a beach town. It's nice. Are you it's anywhere tropical. near the, the devastation? It, they just got really lucky, it sounds mm. like. like there's, little, there's some trees knocked down. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's really fine. Like, that kind of missed them for the most part. It's super interesting. I'm down here, like I said, at work trip, and it's like our office is basically a two-bedroom apartment. That's that's. It, it really feels like a startup. Whoa, it's like, yeah. It, it's literally kind of like a in, nice sort of big place, but it's like a like I feel like I'm at a net party. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it's literally in someone's mom's basement. Yeah, I mean it, it's like yeah. we're, we're all sitting there, and it's right next to the kitchen. Like we have a kitchen, like a lot of startup offices, but it's a real kitchen. <laughs> like it's for an apartment. Man, I worked yeah. in an office where there was a kitchen and there was a bathroom in the kitchen, and that was the only bathroom. And uh-huh. people would just <laughs> go number two, and the kitchen would smell. Isn't that not a, the worst? It's not a good scene. You know what is so nice about my office in New York is that there's just one extra little room. I guess I guess it's the uh, handicap bathroom, but that's mm-hmm. just everyone uses to go number two. Yeah. And it's like it's like God intended. Like the door just... locks, and that's yours now. <laughs> the door locks. You don't have to be in the same room with anyone ever. Never. I mean, it, yeah. the only problem, the only problem, Hit is that it. it doesn't have a deadbolt. Oh, it's, it's one of those locks that you just have to press in. Yeah. And so every single yeah. time I'm sitting you, there and, that, and I'm looking at it like that's don't. pressed in, right? Don't. You know? Yeah, don't. <laughs> I pressed that in on the way. And you're like, oh. It's all these like cool, hip New Yorkers. I'm like, don't don't bust in on the new guy. How many? Yeah. Down. How many times do you check it? Every they time? blame like, me. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> click, click, click. Oh, you yeah, fucking yeah. lock it, bro. What the fuck Whoa. is going on here? <laughs> Whoa, it's yeah. the, I know you're you gotta, new, but yeah, uh, fucking lock the is door. Is that bro. confusing for you? <laughs> is that hard? <laughs> one of those like one of those where you just like jump, get out, get out, the fuck out, like, oh, <laughs> it's like stuff. No, not not like this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they actually really did it right. It's like, uh, I mean, you've been to Europe more than me. Like, I remember going over there and being like, they have real stalls, like the door shuts. You know, oh like, yeah, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. And in this office, I'm so – I just – I don't know. I, I think it's great. They have like actual doors in the other bathroom that's not the private room. Even that one, the stalls aren't like the normal ones where you have these massive gaps. Like they go all the way to the floor. They're like nice. Mm-hmm. You're in your little space. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just mm-hmm. – anyway. But yeah, I'm not in that office. Priorities, man. I'm in Florida. Yeah. yeah. You um, are down in uh, – how's the number two situation in that in the house that you got going? <laughs> Everyone's trying to know, Dan. <laughs> no, it's it's – I know. It's good. You have two choices in there, two very private bathrooms. Uh-huh. I couldn't enjoy it more. How, how much time during your average workday would you say you spend in the bathroom? Oh, man. It's very – this is getting a little personal, I guess. I'm just like a very variable person. Like, Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I will definitely not poop on, on some days, many days. Mm. maybe isn't mm-hmm. healthy i don't know i don't know but then it usually you know, you know so sometimes you know how the people that really smoke short. it's sometimes yeah. 
the people that smoke, they get like this this free break during the day. Yeah, I don't smoke, but so I don't get this free break. But I uh, I think that I make up for it with poop time. You know, <laughs> if I am going to be at work all day, then mm-hmm. sorry, there's gonna be there's gonna be Son. 15 minutes in there where you're not gonna hear from me. <laughs> you know, I'm not like, available. Chris, Chris, the build is failing. I know you're <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> You check this code in. Uh, one moment, please. <laughs> uh, one, uh, come back later. One more moment, please. Yeah. Uh, not here. Actually, you brought the site down, Chris. Uh, uh, what's funny about the bathroom where I work is I work in an office with. Um, we're not a startup, so we have some people that have been there for a long, long time. They're very good at their job. They also go into the bathroom with no shoes on. And so sometimes you just oh, see what barefoot really? feet underneath the stall, and then you turn oh, right back God. around and you decide to go poop later. Really? That it's weird. Are they just really trying to channel like Steve Jobs? Like that seems like a Steve Jobs thing. <laughs> he would have done that. It's channel something, that's man. Disgusting. It's like, it's but not it's not good. disgusting for you. It's disgusting for them. Like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's off-putting socially. I think. But you're right. It's because I'm going. What are you? You're. What are you doing? You're gonna get. You're gonna get piss all over your feet. <laughs> the skin of your feet. I piss in there on the ground. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you know, so... people come in the, the bathroom and they see their boss and they almost piss on their feet. And if you don't have <laughs> shoes on, <laughs> yeah, that happens. That yeah. reminds me, I was actually just going to tell a story about Campbell because it just reminded me how different those worlds are because I remember there being this like sort of topic of conversation at Campbell Global where I used to work that mm-hmm. one of our bosses would go in there with the, the newspaper that normally <laughs> one of the newspapers that sort of lives in like the break room, you know, cafeteria area, area. Mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. would bring it into the bathroom, you know, go poop and then leave it on the he would bring it back out. There. Oh yeah, yeah okay. and, and then and then someone else was like, "Oh, they were talking about how that was gross." Or like, I wouldn't sit there and like grab that paper and read it like someone else. And and like, I kind of get it if someone was going to the bathroom and then they're just like set it right there. Like, there probably does have a lot of germs on it, but that is such a minute little thing compared to going in without shoes on in the bathroom. Well, how about what do you want that guy to bring the paper back out with him and put it back in the break room? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, oh, what can you do? Like what he's doing? Yeah, there was a. I think people were bored at that office, and they would just like there was just always had to be something oh, yeah. that was like, "Hey, did you did you hear about?" And I'm like, I mean, you know me from Carl's Dead. I, of course, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's Dead, man. <laughs> I was always out of the loop. Did you hear? You take the pa- take the paper out. I'm like, who? Like, what paper? One of our one what? of our bosses. You know what? Yeah. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that was the gossip two months ago. You know, like, oh, so how was your job though? We haven't talked since. Uh, I think last time you yeah, were like, flying so... back out. I, I, and I know that this is Apple here. That you probably can't talk about everything, but <laughs> you know. I will say that working at Apple is is cool, and it is hard, and it's so it's it's been a really interesting, I've never worked at such a big company too. So that's also just a lot of processes. There's a lot of great people on my team. There is the scale that we're like operating at. is just my, it's mind boggling sometimes, you know, 
fucking up an analytics call. Oh, that's only affecting 1% of users. So it's like that's 1% of our everyone. users now is more users than I've ever had total. So it's crazy yeah. how, how the scale is. Um, haven't had any like uh, – I haven't been assigned – like I haven't had like a big – I did this and now I fit in, you know. So I'm still kind of like fixing mm. little bugs um doing you know still learning a lot uh but i really have felt like in the last month or so or in the last sorry week or so the last couple of weeks i've been getting handed things that i can actually do on my own and then and then get like submitted which is amazing that's an amazing feeling you're doing it man. have a little bit of independence and finish the thing yeah Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, Portland's been amazing. You know Portland. It's it, it is exactly what it is and it's great in a lot of ways and it's small and weird in a lot of ways, but it's been great to be home. Bought a car. Got a oh, house. You did? Didn't didn't buy a, a house. Rent a house. Bought a car. What bought car a did you get? 2018 Subaru Forester. Ooh, nice. It uh I initially was like, "Well, I'm essentially buying a minivan for my wife, but honestly, <laughs> it's a great car." Like I love the. I've always loved the Outbacks. It'll last and forever. Yeah, the Forester is just a taller, a bunch of space for stuff stuff in there, and it's got great gas mileage. And I'm just, I couldn't be more thrilled with how that went for how much I did not want to fucking deal with it. I was like, I have to go new to the car. dealership, and ugh, but it was fine. Yeah. But you got that new car smell. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Spilled some Cheetos. Just kidding. I don't have any Cheetos in there. <laughs> Chris, like, let's like take it for Cheetos. a spin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bag of puffs? Crunchy, so maybe, actually. Maybe maybe don't drive with the Coke. Okay. You're going to uh, buy this car, right? <laughs> how about you tell me... But you Don't tell me my business, huh? <laughs> I remember taking my... When I bought my Focus... The guy was like very aggressive about sales, I and mean, he was also kind of like a guy's guy. Like he was like, "Step on it, let's go," you know. Like, let's take this thing for a spin. Let's see what you can do, you know. And You're I like, was like, "This, this is a I, I was just base model like a focus. normal person." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I, "I'm pinning the car. I, right I know what this can do. Not much. That's all I needed. Not much. Just in fact, get I some growth. Yeah. Leave a little oh, something gosh, for imagination, you know. Yeah, let's think. Uh... Let's wait he's for the like, wedding night. Like, oh, floor it. You know, I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, do we really want to find I out want, that that's the max? I want to see the the movie where that scene happens and some guy in a Camaro pulls up next to you guys and he's like, this motherfucker wants to race. <laughs> <laughs> or he like doesn't even realize he's in a race and he's still winning. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he like loses sale that way. He's like, I had no idea that was that week. I, oh you know. yeah, oh man, I really got after it. That I could have been an emergency where I needed to get around somebody. <laughs> it just that's, wasn't going to work. That's unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> this is this car is so horribly underpowered. It's unsafe. Actually, no, thank you. <laughs> you actually lose a sale. Get, let's see what she can do. Okay. Let's see what she can do. (laughs) Turns out she can't. Okay. He's like, like, let's take back to the dealership. I'm going to buy this car. Great. Hey, pin it. You know, give it a little something. You know, they're having fun. They're celebrating. Floor it. All right. 
Uh, well, good lord. Well, <laughs> well, I, no, Florida. I am. Just downshift. I'm well, in. I am in first on the gear. Freeway. Yeah. <laughs> really not responding, is she? <laughs> eh, give her a sec. Spooling, I think. Spooling. Yeah. Oh, just a little turbo lag there. No, no turbo. Okay, just lag. It's a four-cylinder, uh, naturally aspirated, sir. <laughs> yeah. No, that was still uh, a fun car, but I'm happy for you. That's yeah. It's all uh, it's all working now. out. But the thing is, my wife, my beautiful wife, is on tour, and so I um, have some big, huge, quickly news for you. What? What? I signed up for my first improv class. Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> I couldn't love it more. I'm That's so uh, exciting, man. I head to the Brody Theater on Tuesday nights, and I um, w- I work out. No, what do what do they say? I I play with my team. Play, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so um, I mean, it sounds like you're liking it. You're digging it, right? It's such an interesting. It's such an interesting thing because it's not necessarily the easiest thing to like just show up to, right? It you got to kind of oh, take no. a breath. You got to like. Okay, this is my night. You know, it's like I have, I have to work all day, and then I just have my night. And, and my instinct is always like, okay, get home and just do whatever you want for as much time as you want. But that just doesn't make me that happy. And when I actually get off my ass and show up at improv and and give it a shot, it has been like really rewarding. I've only gone twice, mm-hmm. um, but it's been a cool experience. I think that, and I feel like maybe you said this at one time. But I didn't really understand yet. But like, I feel like everyone should do at least an improv class. It's like yeah. the world would just work a little better. I know, right? It's um, it kind of makes me want to go back and listen to like some of the first episodes of Huge Quickly where I was talking about starting improv because that's where oh, I started. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I don't know. It seems like a lot of people I've met are like, oh yeah, I did like a couple improv class or like game type things like in college or, or like maybe in like in high school drama or something it seems like mm-hmm. i meet people that say that but i've never had anything like that and it sounds like you haven't either no and i was like really yeah it's really so new it's not just a matter of like okay you're gonna have to like be thinking on your feet and thinking super fast that's what everybody thinks yeah that it, mm-hmm. that's all it is it's just like yeah, all right you're gonna have to be really quick but like you have to be able to interact with people you have to be able to like understand what they're saying to you mm-hmm. and yeah uh, there's a lot of a lot of that is what I find so interesting about it, I think, is like picking up on cues, observing situations. You know, yeah, it's fun when an idea pops in your head and it's funny. That's fun for everyone, of course. But you always see the people trying too hard to be funny and you're just like, yeah. oh, stop. Yeah, that's what they say and, and like like to not do that, to not try to be funny. But it seems like when you're just starting, that seems ridiculous. It's like, yeah, okay. That's like someone saying, hey, don't swing for the fences. And you're like, nah, yeah, nah, that's nah. a really yeah. great example. It's like, oh, you're just going to whip. No, that, that seems very counterintuitive. You're like, no, it's I'm like, going to swing. Keep your eye on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Base hit. Base yeah. hit. Let's yeah. load these bases up with runners. The whole I... team will score. <laughs> you're like, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, swing. Bada, bada. <laughs> <laughs> I remember actually, uh, this is a true story. This is actually a true story. So. Part of what I used to do in baseball is I I don't know how I got signed up for these things, but I ended up taking a little like <laughs> like some camps. Like I went to a, a camp that was like a week long. I went to a couple like I don't know, there's sort of like workshops. You're there for a half an hour or not a half an hour. You're there for like a half a day. I meant 
and like they're like new coaches like they had them at central a lot so maybe i was like 15 and i actually remember a, a guy who actually ended up coaching me one of the coaches in college but this was when i was like 15 i didn't know him yet and i was in this workshop and like swinging doing my thing and i was never a very good hitter but it was i got down in the count i had two strikes on me and he was like hey all right you know choke up choke up you know just you know uh, just something nice and easy pit the ball and play and i looked at him i was like okay yeah and i just totally disregarded what he said and which i did a lot actually i didn't even actually register that i did that i just was like okay i'm like yeah almost and i didn't literally give him the thumbs up but that's kind of like yeah all right yeah, yeah, Thanks. Do you throw in like a man, sport you know? or a champ? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, sport. And then, and then I just go to do my thing, and he was like, "Whoa, time, time." He seriously called time. He was like, "Come here, come here." And I'm like, came over. He goes, "What the hell?" I'm writing custom. He's like, "What was that?" You, you don't, don't just look at me and then disregard whatever I said. <laughs> he just got completely <laughs> he called, called out. He called me out completely. He just he, called. He, he just was like, "You didn't you. choke up at all." You acted like he seriously like was like a fart. He was like, you acted like you heard what I said and you didn't do anything. You yeah. need to listen to what your coaches say to you. And I was like, ah, okay. And then I choked up and probably struck out. But it was like, <laughs> I love the idea that you don't choke up, swing, miss, strike out, walk off, and go. At least I didn't look like a woman. <laughs> Choked up, you know. Choke it up yourself. Yeah, like you're just a little slap hitter now. Why don't you get me a shorter bat? But it it is one of those things I think, like subconsciously, you think, well, no one's ever gonna know if I just Mm -hmm. I can absorb what you say or not, and (laughs) no one's gonna know anything. But sometimes they actually do. But the way I mean, in in improv, what I was the way I was relating that is that I always had trouble with that where. I would always have an idea in my head and I couldn't like, I, I still like, I, I don't even I haven't been doing improv, but it, I struggled with that forever being like, gets, you can't have that idea and then just like wait for the right moment to use it. Like you have to mm. not think that way at all. And, and you right. have to just live in the moment. And I think, yeah, I've, again, I'm obviously no expert, but I, I'm imagining that it's a little bit scarier to try not to bring, like what? That'd be like the improv teacher's worst nightmare, right? You're like brainstorm ideas before class and then bring them in. You're like these will be funny, right? That's oh, that's because we want to be safe, right? We we want to have a list of things we can grab if we if nothing is coming. But I yeah. think the whole point of playing for two hours on a Tuesday is like this is the place to fail. This is like yeah. failure and and go, failure and go, failure and go. It's like you don't want to lift weights that you can already lift. You have to lift heavy weights that you eventually fail at lifting. And then you yeah. can actually, when you're on a stage and people are looking at you, you can be a little more confident knowing it'll come. I've practiced this. I've practiced not specific roles or, hey, this joke I'm going to bring back. I have practiced not knowing and yeah. letting the moment happen. And it's like, I think that's one of the things about improv that makes me want other people to also experience it. It's like, hey, let's all not have it figured out for a second together and all agree that that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people go through life not ever being allowed to not have it figured out. Because mm. it's terrifying. Yeah. It's like the most terrifying thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's a 
it's an interesting like mix like stand up versus improv because you like you have this team but then there's also yeah. a lot of extra pressure like you have to be there for them you have to be ready to go the, something has to pop into your head like now but so yeah, it's so it's so good yeah and like but it's also a really complicated mix because i've heard them i've heard the teachers say like you can't like go run out and start with like literally nothing you know like you you like you actually you know, people can fail if they sort of get sort of almost cocky with it like yeah i'm just going to go out and like something is really going to happen uh-huh. and like you're sort of not like ready to figure out how that's going to happen sort of mm-hmm. but it, it's really tricky i think everyone kind of does their own thing like i remember Domika, i don't think Domika teaches at brody anymore but she always mm, used to talk about it she, if she was like really didn't quite know what to do but she ended up you know like sometimes you just see a scene where you have to sweep it you know that i don't know if they've talked about that but you know it needs to no, end yeah. so, it so needs like, to end sure yeah, yeah yeah so you're like all right we'll I have to sweep this well that means nine times out of ten or whatever that means you're starting the next scene so sometimes you're gonna be like all right that has to be swept but then in the moment you haven't really figured out what you want to do she used to have these little like ideas like she would she would start like being in a, like a room and kind of like looking around and like open up a cabinet or something. And then she was like really sure that by the time she opened it and looked that whatever, whatever it was going to be, she'd already could like see what it was by that time. And then she'd reach in and like grab whatever it was. And and now that's her thing. But like, I don't know. It's tricky. Like, I don't know if someone would recommend like, yeah, this is a tool that you should have is to go look around. That is interesting. I don't know. So yeah, I wonder yeah. if that is, like you said, one of those things where once you learn the rules, then you learn to start breaking them a little bit. Yeah. Don't have anything, don't have anything, don't have anything. Okay, you're part of a team that's performing. Have three things in your back pocket for the emergencies that are pretty vague and that allow other people to also respond to it completely differently, right? Because I think some of the magic is – uh, and some of the magic that gets lost with having these things that are like, I am this very specific thing. I'm going to bring it in. I'm going to bring it up every time it's my turn. The magic that gets lost is that means my team can only respond one way. Hmm. And what I'm what I'm starting to learn is, oh, I'm giving gifts to these people. I'm offering things that have many that have that are that are just enough. They're not too little and they're not too specific because if they're so specific, I'm limiting the thing that my team can respond with. Right. And I think that's, yeah. I think that's where the art is and the magic is. Yeah. But again, man, it's, it's a lie. I think we talked about this earlier. It's like, I think going to the gym is the right metaphor. Like I never want to go to the gym. That's not how I'm, that's not how I'm Chris Chapman operates. I'm always glad I did. Always. And I actually sometimes yeah. even enjoy a good workout, but I never want to go. And and I wonder if cro- or I wonder if improv is going to feel a lot like CrossFit does, where it's like, gosh, yeah. that community is amazing. I love who I am as a part of that community. And often I don't want to show up. Yeah. As messed what, up as that sounds. That? What is that about like human beings? I mean, oh, I'm guessing I that we're not different from other people. Like that's how I always felt, especially about improv. Mm-hmm. Almost every time, like getting in my car and sitting there, I'd be like, "Ugh, really? <laughs> like really? I'm gonna go drive down and do this, you know?" And then I would show up, and it would just get better and better. Yep. And yep. almost every time, it was kind of sad that it was over. It was, it was like, um, 
I don't know. It's like, yeah, I think it's because it's so like therapeutic, you know, not really therapeutic, but you know, it's so good. Kind of. Like, yeah. It is a little therapeutic, but like, yeah. it's definitely good. Like, this is good for me. I'm good at this. Like you can start to feel yourself getting better. Just like the gym thing. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm excited for you. I want to see one of your guys' shows. So you guys are like getting to the point you're doing some, some actual scene work. Yeah. I mean, really barely. It's like it, uh, the, so I, this, Last week was number three, but I didn't go to the first one because I, I just I remember that it was like one day where it popped into my head and I was like, shit, I should do this. I, should I was talking it. to you online yeah. about it. I was googling a few different classes you were mentioning. None of the timing was working out, and then I finally googled the Brody one, and it was like it literally said in the link, class already started, but you can show up next week. Mm-hmm. And if it hadn't said that, I don't think I would have clicked it, but I clicked <laughs> it. Now I'm doing it, yeah. you know. So. It's yeah. crazy, man. So I've only done a few weeks, but so we're still obviously doing a lot of just games and very guided things. But this last yeah. week was the first time we we did. Uh, I think it's called freeze tag, where it's legitimately just like two people playing, and you tap in, you freeze, and then you tap in and and move the scene in a different direction. So and, in that in that game, are you supposed to now interact with the same person that was in the last scene? That that character is supposed to say the same, or are you supposed to walk in and it's totally new? So the only thing that stays the same is the physical position of each person. Oh yeah. So you okay. you you freeze and then you tag one of them <laughs> and then you assume what they were doing, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you. So one guy, one thing that I thought went well was. I forget what he was doing. He he had his hands above his head like this, kind of making a box. And this is an audio medium primarily, so nobody knows what I'm doing. But this person had their hands over their head, and it was something like I forget I forget what they were talking about, and I don't even know what the other person was doing. But I said freeze, and I came in, left the person with their hands over their head, and 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 I they were talking about something completely different. But then I went, man, you really think I'm going to fit in that box? <laughs> And he is like, and is, and the other person, it's so, that feeling is so satisfying when the other person goes, yeah, I mean, it's about right up here. You you think he could probably get in the, you know, there's something about that. Yeah. yeah. That, that, those are great games. That's that you have to be, that that's, I don't know how other people have never done this. I don't know how hard it would sound to someone, but it's not that easy walking into that. You have to have no. something, you know, and uh, you, you can't just stand there <laughs> for forever. Sure. And <laughs> you've been on teams, I'm sure, or in classes rather. But I and I don't know. Maybe that's not the right word. I don't know if teams have to be more official. But like, I'm kind of considering my classmates right now. We're like a team, right? Mm-hmm. So we have members of our team where when they say freeze, I'm like, what is that person going to say? Because we're all new, right? We're all new. Yeah. I'm Chris Shetman, so there are a few things about me that like I'm I'm already kind of funny or I'm already kind of social or I'm already someone that really hyper observes you know to my detriment sometimes situations mm-hmm. some people just say freeze cuz they're like that's a really funny pose they're in holy shit <laughs> freeze and then they fucking walk up they don't even know who they're going to tap they don't know who they're going to replace let alone have an idea for the next thing so the next thing that comes into their mouth is like uh, sex robots, or you know what I mean, and you're like, why did you say that? That's that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> we have someone that just tends towards sex and violence in every <laughs> comment that he makes, and it's. I just want to see I your think, so much. I know, I and I think that the the person in the best version of myself goes, 
okay, you've got someone doing something that makes you uncomfortable. How can you – like that's the advanced one. How can you make this scene? How can you grab what that person is doing and and – Add and out and add and augment it so that now your whole team can participate in a way that everyone is saved. How can you save it? Mm-hmm. And I think those are those that that's another reason why I think everyone should do this because all we want to do, forgive this for being political, all we want to do is let the extreme right wing people fall on their fucking face and laugh at them. But what if there was some miraculous way that we could interact with them in a way that's like, oh, I'm going to save. Okay, now we're actually okay. Everyone can participate now. This is safe. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that's obviously would be a miracle and all that. But that's the right at, attitude, though. Even at work, even in relationships, it's like sometimes all we want is this vindictive, like, I hope that person fucking falls on their face. <laughs> But that you cannot be on an improv team with someone that is falling on their face because your whole team falls on their face. You got to pick them up. You got to offer them outs. You got to. It, it's interesting to see the skills that you start to develop just out of necessity, right? Like that game I was just talking about, freeze tag. So you're. Let's just say you're stuck in a scene. You want someone to save freeze and come save you. Mm-hmm. You can't just stand there. And keep talking because that's not – if both people just stand there and keep talking, it's a very physical game. Mm-hmm. They are saying freeze based on big movements or silly right. arm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So you got to find a way to go, oh, look at the size of – you know, and get your arms out or mm-hmm. get yourself in a weird position so they'll think it's interesting so they'll come save you. You know what's funny is that it actually just reminded me that I can remember freeze tag a few times being like, oh, man. Like there's a certain level of energy in scenes that kind of goes up and down, but you mm-hmm. it's almost universal. So you can feel when it just drops off, you know, everyone knows. Yeah. And that's when somebody needs to go sweep the scene. But just like Mm -hmm. you said, in freeze tag, you can't do that. You know, if the energy's down and everyone's standing there, no one's going to freeze. And so I remember just like multiple times. I'm sure this this is like at its core, probably the main idea of the game actually, is that when you fail, you go, okay, what are you going to do here? You know, you know, you you need to do this. Yeah. And, and so I remember being like amazed a lot of times at how people would be like, wow, what are they going to do? Like, this is bad. But then all of a sudden that actually they save it and then they go back and actually something really interesting and everyone's laughing Mm. because of their scene that they saved and Mm. then someone tags in and it's good. Mm. But it's like, oh man, those are like the real moments where you're like, oh my God, like we made that happen. We saved that. We, we, because, you know, you key in on that little thing and you actually do improv, you know, where you're like, okay. Uh, I like, love that. Like, we actually have to do something now. And like, okay, I thought of that little interesting thing that you said. And so yeah. that also means I could – that must mean this. And so you start like building yeah. it. And then it actually does go somewhere. Uh, but um, Yeah. I think so facing good. that demon of that energy coming down and, and st- staying in, it's just – it's hard. And you know what's hard. amazing to me though is like – so I already told you, I, I was kind of inspired by you. I've, I've been sort of like monitoring yeah. UCB for a while you, and then <laughs> just like keeping my, my feelers out because uh-huh. their classes like sell out in like minutes, you know, but I couldn't sign up for a class because I, they, because I'm down in Florida. Like I said, I knew that they were going to send me down here for a month and yeah. I didn't know exactly when. And so I was like, I can't sign up for anything or do anything really until I know when I'm going to be back. Well, so down here on this trip, I signed up for UCB 101. Right when I come back, actually. But um, anyway, so I'm excited because I'm gonna I get to do yeah. It so what you ended but, up in like a Sunday night one or something? Yeah, it's like a Sunday afternoon thing. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, that's fine. I it's could be better, but uh, I don't think we're really going anywhere for a while, and so I think Abby probably isn't 
This is a little bit sad. It won't be whatever. You can't do you can't do something fun every weekend. So we'll just we won't go anywhere for a few weekends. Yeah, you can. But you can no. do UCB. No, UCB will be fun. I'm kind yeah. of interested in that. But what I, I was gonna so. say is like I see these people. I know a lot of people that like they've been doing improv for years. You know, like there's something really amazing that it's like this all seems so new, super new to you. And then also I haven't done that much improv, so it feels yeah. new to me to get back into mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, wow, people – this art form just keeps going. And people I know, I know personally, these people that they've kept it going and honed this craft for years and years. Yeah. It's so it's thing. like – it's it's crazy, especially the UCB guys. They've been doing it for forever. But yeah, I'm, well, I'm and- really excited to be in UCB. It's so cool, man. And and I think that when you look at the position of improv in society, it's just so easy to joke about it, right? Like what's the worst thing like your friend could be like, hey, let's go to my girlfriend's improv show. And you're like, no fucking way, right? That's going to be horrible. But on the other end, people that have been part of the almost – I mean some arguably most significant late night – parody comedy commentary on our situation like saturday night live sketches right it's not improv but like they have improv backgrounds they are the experts at this Mm -hmm. stuff some of the most famous comedians and most poignant thinking like really important commentary on our society comes from this this art form as well so it's like you have the 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 coolest thing in the world and like the worst (laughs) end of it it's just such a spectrum of how it how you interact with it I know there's something kind of like simultaneously cool and like a little bit sad. It's just like you said, it's like two, like, like I actually Googled just for fun. I didn't even know what I was looking for, but I Googled UCB 101, uh, or actually mm-hmm. into YouTube. Oh, nice. Like, yeah. Get an example. U- yeah. UCB 101 graduation. Oh, four, you know, and it's oh. like, yeah, and like, think about all the groups and all the people that have gone through there. So are you going to be uh, doing that? You got a show? Well, there is a show, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Which I think I think I was telling you, like I was kind of trying to talk you into one on one at some point, saying like, hey, most of them don't even do shows, you know, you don't have to yeah, worry yeah. about it. Yeah, totally, totally. But I was like, oh man, they do have a show for this one, so that'll be fun. If nothing else, I'll do a UCB show in New York. That's Fucking cool. UCB show, it's cool as hell, man. Yeah, we just. Do you have any idea what the I, date would be? Uh, it's December sixteenth, if I remember right. Oh yeah, you're right in the right, holidays. Nice. A little pre, little pre-Christmas gift. Little pre-Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> the audience. Yeah, you gotta give the universe something. I mean, the, what I think season. is what makes me super excited about this. I mean, it's probably you know, it's probably not anything, not any different than even something like Portland. But I'm just imagining that there's probably gonna be some cool energy in there because at least a handful of people in this class probably are like in New York to go make it. In comedy. Oh, I you know, know, right? Think I mean, of the people you're going to meet. It's I hope cool. so. I hope this will be a really interesting little, uh, yeah, some new guests, perhaps. Oh, <laughs> HQ. Uh, yeah, please, welcome to this room. That laptop, that's my co host, so shut up and listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> He knows more than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> No, that'll be so cool, man. I I love that you're wherever that you go. You're getting you're he's getting forgotten. In. He's forgotten more about improv more. than you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you know that it's line too much. that like only gets said in movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, what does he have a serious 
problem. Like he forgot that much. He, that's that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Serious problem. Fuck. He's very sick. Yeah. Oh, he's not well. <laughs> he's that's nine, cool, man. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Um it kinda reminds me actually of a story because I, I'm on this long business trip. I'm gonna be here for a month. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing at myself because I feel like I I'm sort of talking quietly because I'm in this like there's like thin walls in this hotel room. Mm-hmm. But um <clears throat> I did what I don't think is a very smart move because you know it's a little bit lonely to be on this trip for a month, no one uh-huh. around. Sure, sure. What I, I finished a TV show. Like second night that I was here, finished the series, Uh which I don't know what if you're like this, but uh, I get like a little of the 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 end of series blues that happens, and I was hoping that you'd seen Mad Men because all I want to do is like analyze and talk about stuff like that when I get done. Uh huh. Um, But it also got me thinking that. I'm just so jealous of all those people that are like the John Hams of the world that are, you know, it's just like speaking of improv and acting and stuff. Not that, you know, that that's a whole other thing. I don't, if my wife's listening, you don't have to be nervous. I'm not pursuing acting right now, but, uh, they just live the coolest. They just have the coolest job in the world. And I find that show so fascinating and we don't have to dive into a huge Mad Men, um, analysis episode, but I just thought it was so good. Have you finished it? Right. I have never seen it. Oh man! I've three, seen the first so interesting. three episodes. Yeah, no, Dude, my you know, my dad loved it. Like everyone, it's one of the greatest. It's one of the best shows of all time, right? I mean, yeah. Are you like a are you like a uh, end of the end of movie or end of show like analyzer? Do you want to like, or do you just like absorb it and just okay, and you move on, or you know what do you like in that? Oh no, I love to. I mean, you know what I am is a watch it five times person like Mm. i don't necessarily love to analyze it right away but i love to rewatch it at least three times and then i love quoting it and talking about it with people i love having things memorized to me is how you appreciate them Mm. like all those paul rudd movies and i mean it's just classic nerd shit like yeah like when we bond over a movie it's because we literally drive it into the fucking ground together (laughs) like anyone (laughs) that is near us is like don't say Snake a Brewski ever again. You know, if it's Snake a Brew, left the base. <laughs> I haven't even I mean, thought of that movie in so long. Yeah, but so we, you know, it's, like that's a good example. We just into the ground. You yeah. didn't love it. Um, not necessarily, well, about, but like, that's dramas, the love. Like, that's the love. Um, I'm trying to think about dramas. Or do you just not really like dramas as much? I mean, maybe that is part of how that affects my taste. But like, have you heard of the show justified? Heard of it. Never seen it. It's yeah. So it's this U S Marshall. It's Timothy Oliphant plays, uh, U S deputy Marshal Raylan Givens down in Kentucky. And it is, I like him. it's one of my favorite shows of all time. And it's a mm-hmm. drama, but there's some action, but it, and it's got some funny parts, of course, because it's like, you know, there's rednecks running around, and the accent is perfect, and it's it's got some silliness, but it's a drama, I think overall. Mm-hmm. And I've rewatched it. I'm like on my second go around right now, and mm-hmm. it's the best. And I, I just that's how I really appreciate things is depth I mean, rather than. I got you. Breadth. 
I think. Have you seen? Um, I mean, some of them seem so like I. This is actually a rewatch of Mad Men, but mm. basically just because Abby really wanted to watch it. But mm. like some of these shows, like a Breaking Bad, I don't think that I could rewatch. It's Ooh. too like kind of taxing. Did you see that? You saw that, right? That is exactly what happened to me. I've actually tried to start Breaking Bad over again, and I went, I can't get through this. It's too much. I, I did that. I did that. Like episode three, you know, I, like, I was like, oh my God, so much is already yeah. happening. When do you <laughs> think the first person dies? I mean, you know this already, right? But like, I was like, oh, I'll get through the first season at least. Like, he doesn't start killing people until the, the He's end. He's still a pretty least. good guy. <laughs> the first fucking episode, he commits murder. He commits murder by choking a man to death who mm. he first tries to poison, but then he wakes up and then he kills him with a bike lock. That's the first episode. <laughs> That oh is God. gnarly. It's so heavy. That show is so fucking I, heavy. I think it's so it's so interesting how shows, you know, like, like the amount of time, you know, in the show is so much, it's so massive. Mm-hmm. And yet, like, a lot of these episodes are basically movies, you know. But, like, in that pilot, especially, like, I was like, so much happened in this pilot. This is, like, the best pilot of any show I've oh, ever seen. Oh, I know. Like, it's yeah. so good. Although, I think the Mad Men pilot is really good, too, and probably their best episode, actually. But yeah, I, uh, you're right. So like good. I, any like anything like The Office, I've rewatched a million times. I actually think I'm done times. with that. I started to rewatch. Well, I've I'm always in a continual like rewatch. You know, at some point I just yeah. Like I, on a typewriter, I go and I start back over. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it depends every time. Like I'm at a different spot in the line when I decide to switch it back. Totally. It's somewhere somewhere when Michael is it's getting ready to propose. Really hard for me. Yeah. I watched the, I've watched the second and third season specifically of that show probably ten times. I've watched mm. the first one probably five times. And I've watched the fourth one probably four times. And mm. five, six, seven, eight, nine some of those I've only seen once. I actually have never seen like eight, nine. You haven't seen the end? No, well, I actually saw the finale just to like tune in, like begrudgingly. Oh man, the finale is was so weird? good. Yeah, it's it's weird because of how much you love that show, but it's not that weird because you love it so much that it has to be when, perfect. When it was like when it was like Nelly and like I saw a few episodes here and there, and like I just thought the quality was gone. And and mm-hmm. with stuff that was happening with Pam and Jim and him, like the kind of acting like they were having these problems. So I was like, I don't want to see this. This is when they yeah when they the started giving remake. yeah you know, when they just... started getting between Jim and Pam, that was unforgivable. You know what? You know what's really controversial though. That is Tell an me. opinion I have like half heartedly started to embrace the last couple times through. Oh no. <sighs> what? He, I love Pam in a lot of ways, but I don't know if they really should have been together. Oh, they, they, you know, like, I think it's a little bit sad to watch their progression. There are two people that what, uh... ended up with no ambition or hardly anything, at least when I quit. You know, she yeah. quits everything she ever does. And he is this guy who's like, <laughs> he, he, admit, brutal. he admits that she or that he's so bored at his job, he can't even talk about it in like the first episode. But yet he's still there, like season uh, the whole show. And. You know, he has these opportunities yeah. to go to New York. There, he, there might be things that you've missed in those seasons. I'll just say that. Yeah, you got to okay. watch them. Maybe that's true. There are definitely but different I, jobs that get pursued. Yeah. Well, I do love Pam. But when I was watching the last one, though, I was like, I, you know, there was a lot to like about 
about You're Karen. You're like, guys, just, get up off the just, fucking couch here. Yeah, she's karaokeing that one great song. She, you know, she's. I mean, Karen actress. Filippelli is better looking. That's just the truth. And she's she's ambitious. She's but like, the heart hey, and the soul, Jim, man. It's the heart and the soul. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but anyway, I, I just like wanted to do nothing but analyze Mad Men because Don, you got to watch it. You have to. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I, I got it. He's so in, such an interesting character mm-hmm. that um, I just like yeah. couldn't. Yeah, so weird. I had a, I had a I dream need last night. He's been in my mind. I had a dream last night that John Hamm. I literally had a dream last night, and all of a sudden <laughs> I was like sitting and I was. I don't even have vivid dreams that much these days. I don't know. If, I don't know. I used to I, like every night. Now I sure. barely have dreams, which is kind of weird. But I'm like vividly like a sitting sad there and all country sudden, song. Yeah, I don't have dreams. No. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, John Hamm like literally like pokes into the side of my vision. He's like, "Hey," and then he starts talking about doing a the podcast. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's do it." Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's like, fucking do it. We've had Janet Varney, we've had yeah, uh, Andy Keller. Like, yeah. Isn't it weird how like ridiculous your brain is? Because in that moment, oh, yeah, of course, in your dreaming, you feel like it's so real. But yet, I was. Not even thinking. I don't remember setting this up. And wow, this is John. Hamm. <laughs> yeah. In it's that a moment, very, very <laughs> famous man. It's a pretty big get. But here I was feeling like I was really alive right there, and and he and I'm just like okay. <laughs> alive for the first time. Yeah, yeah like, totally. Okay, now yeah, we can do that. Yeah, it doesn't even seem that. Book strange it. To me. Hey, Chapman, book it. <laughs> get in line, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that shows. That, uh, it's really been on my mind, but um, uh, well, anyway, sorry to so let you glad down there. to be able to, to talk to you, man. Should we call it a night? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think that uh, we are now giving the listeners what they they need, and 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 what ultimately what they deserve is the world could try to keep us apart, but we have the internet, and that means we can podcast. I'm sorry you cut out there because of the connection. I'm kidding. <laughs> like, we are really like we all we need is the forger. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to speak up. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We, well, I'm, I'm in like some bad Wi-Fi hotel. We're still making it happen. We're making it happen. We're still making it happen. And if anybody wants to come down, I've got another three weeks uh, in Florida. <laughs> Jesus, really? Is that true? Three weeks. Yeah, pretty much. My dog is... I miss my dog. And oh. my wife. <laughs> but my dog. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog. He's just like... I Come Hopefully on. he's like really socializing right now because this is his first real time around other dogs. Like he's in a boarding yeah. place. Oh, shit. So, okay, yeah, yeah. It's really nice though. The company is picking up the tap because they're very pro-dog. Hey, so. daddy's got to go make some grind. So, so they're like, oh, what kind of food is he? Get his dog like, uh, he enjoys live. Uh, we need to have a butcher right there. Um, live rabbits that, that he kills, actually? <laughs> you need to let him kill it. <laughs> Just break the neck. And <laughs> but, but not too bad. Let it limp around for a second. He, he likes to feel the heart stop beating. <laughs> you get that, right? You get that, right? You understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I love you. Right. Love you, man. Good night.